0: So I wanted to give you a little personal testimony about my own Passover experience um, and my coming into the knowledge of the Feast of the Lord. So like Paul Bigley says, calm down and get a cup of coffee. Uh, He's my favorite end times preacher online. So Paul. And this says, um, you're gorgeous. So, you all are. The Lord loves you. Um, Don't be afraid. But I want to just tell you a little bit my own Passover from Gentile to Feast of Israel, Hebrew roots. Now, everyone's, there's a lot of information about it out now, but when it happened to me, it was in 2000, it was 1999 and 2000, so about 20 years ago. And um, I was gentile. Um, I found out later I do have some Jewish roots. Uh so I was excited about that. But I grew up gentile, gentile, gentile. Um, you know, we celebrated Easter and Christmas. My mom had a shop, so we were super excited at Christmas. And my mom's name is Bunny, so we had Easter with lots of bunnies. Um, so, but I was married to a pastor, a Gentile pastor, who ended up uh, completely walling his church and leaving me devastated with kids. And um, the church turned against me. <laughs> the whole church turned against me. Uh, it was quite ugly. Um, and I was really just serving Jesus and, and trying to be a good Christian and things like that and so but it didn't rock my faith um because I didn't have faith in my husband or my church I had faith in Jesus and but I was just feeling kind of lost I mean I lost everything we lost our house uh, we lost the ministry um I was single and with kids and and I had this dream and in the dream this guy from Israel came and he and the Lord said in the dream, when he comes, listen to him. So this was in 1999. And I remember the guy's face in the dream. And it was just very clear that he appeared to me. And the Lord said, when he comes, listen to him. So a year later, <laughs> it's my birthday. And I decided I want to be alone with God on my birthday. I just want to be alone. And I was out listening to music um, in Santa Monica on the Third Street Promenade. And listening, I was just having, you know, good time with myself and listening to the Lord. And this guy walks up. Hey, do you know if there's a kosher restaurant anywhere? Um, and I'm like, no. And I don't even really know what kosher means. I just know it has something to do with Jews. I don't even know what the difference is between kosher food and non-kosher food. But I really honestly didn't know where you could get a kosher meal. So I said, no, um, I just wanted to listen to music and be alone with my God on my birthday. So anyway, it keeps bugging me. Hey, you know, you sure you don't know where a kosher restaurant is, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, so I'm sitting there and listening to the music, hearing the person. I'm not yet knowing he's the guy I saw in the dream. I'm not yet putting that together. It's just he won't stop bugging me. Um, so I look up to God and I'm like, God, what do you want me to do with this person? And I saw the Lord, I saw a little vision and the Lord said, he's a gift. I saw a gift from my father and it was my birthday. So I'm like, this guy's a gift from my father. So I better go help him find a kosher restaurant. Now, this was like 20 years ago. I don't know. We didn't have... Cell phones and um, people were much more able to meet up those days, and you weren't that afraid of everyone. (laughs) I think it was a lot easier just to meet, and it wasn't weird that I went and walked uh, on the promenade to find a restaurant. So, anyway, we started walking, and he's like, Why did you uh, walk with me after you decided not to walk with me? And I said, You know, honestly. The Lord showed me that you're a gift from my father and it's my birthday. And he said, What? God showed you that? I said, Yeah, he showed me that. And and he said, What? How can he show you that? And I said, Because I talk to God, I have a relationship with God. So anyway, he's like, My name is Avi Shai, and it means gift from the Father. <laughs> So I was like, wow, that's so cool. And he was like, I can't believe you talk to God. So that was when I realized it was the guy I saw in the dream. So Abishai came. He was from Israel, and he was a Jewish person from Israel, and he was the guy in my dream. So um, I knew that God had something to show me through him. But he was blown away also that God was talking to me because he talks to God. I was talking to God like he talks to God, and he couldn't believe I was a Gentile, and I was talking to God the same way he talks to God. So it was just a really cool experience. And, and sorry, Romans. um, So what I was about to experience here, and I, I need to look the scripture up, but it was talking, it was the, um, whole scripture about if you walk in your fullness, if a Gentile walks in their fullness, it evokes the Jewish person to jealousy because they're the real chosen one. They're called we priests and ministers of the Lord. But if we as grafted in priests and ministers are walking in the fullness, it causes um, them to be jealous. And, and that's kind of what he felt, like kind of curious jealous, not like, oh, I'm jealous of you, but curious jealous. So anyway, um, that began this journey of, and then I would bring up phrases like, you know, Easter or like whatever, and that didn't register to to him at all. So it was like we knew the same God, but we had no way to talk and no language to talk. And so anyway, then um, because he was a cantor in the synagogue, um, he sang some Hebrew. I heard him singing some Hebrew. And I just cried. I just wept and wept. And I said, oh, my goodness, I really need to learn Hebrew. So Hebrew was just written in my heart. And so to make a long story short, I'm now like, and I'm queen evangelist. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I can evangelize anyone. And I I realized when I went to learn Hebrew at the University of Judaism that I couldn't even, I wasn't even talking the same language to these people. Like they were talking about um, the Feast of Purim and the Feast of Sukkot. And I didn't even understand what these were, even though they're all biblical. And so that really made me sad. And it made me see a gap, um, really a 2000 year gap when um, we lost the Jewish roots of our faith. And it made me really sad. And it made me sad I couldn't talk to them, even though Jesus came from Israel, and he would have talked the same way they did, so it made me sad I didn't know more about my Savior, about my my Jewish Savior. So anyway, um, I began a journey of knowing him and understanding the feasts, and um, it was just knowing Jesus in a deeper way, and also sad that I got ripped off as a believer growing up without knowing all of these deeper roots of our faith. Now, now, after 20 years, there's plenty of information on the internet. You can, um, lots of people have had their eyes open, but at the time, not many people were really understanding. And, um, so I was just navigating, trying to find out where I fit in the whole, um, you know, how I I could use the roots of faith in my life and how I could celebrate the feasts. And when I decided to do Passover, If you're still listening, (laughs) um, Passover uh, was the first feast I celebrated. And that's when I really understood that God honored his feast. I mean, I decided, well, I'm going to have a Passover. And I decided I couldn't really do it like the Jews do it today because I didn't know how many traditions came from rabbinical stuff and how many just came from the Bible. So I decided to just read the Bible, just read Exodus about the Passover. And um, so, let's see. So, uh, so the Passover, um, basically the Lord said to slay the lamb and put it over their door. It's all in Exodus 12. And that's when the Lord stro- struck the firstborn of Egypt, both people and animals. Um, And the blood over the doors uh, made it so the Lord uh, that was smiting people passed over the Israelites. Um, So when Jesus became our Passover lamb, uh, the Last Supper, he was saying, I'm going to be the bread and the blood of of life. Then he became the blood over our hearts. So um, that you can read. But. So my Passover, I was like, I've never done a Passover, and I want to honor you. So I decided to read Exodus, and I decided to read the Last Supper, and I was going to base it on that somehow. So I just said, I'm going to have a Passover. (laughs) And um, the first thing that happened was I met a woman from Israel, and she said, I'm going to come to your Passover. And I was like, oh my God, like, That's so amazing. Like, already the Lord is honoring me with somebody from Israel to come to my Passover. So, the Christians were like, You need to tell people when they come that, you know, you need to do the Jews, you know, Jesus in the Passover. Like, really, just, uh, you know, how the Jews for Jesus present it, which is really cool because Jesus being the Passover lamb, he symbolizes, he fulfilled the Passover feast prophetically when he died. So there's all kinds of cool um stuff, you know, when he died and the unleavened bread and um so but that seemed arrogant to me because the Lord said it says in Hebrews um to not be uh high-minded but to fear um because God gave them the blindness so we could actually get saved and they're actually the true you know, they're the firstborn, they get chosen, they're, they're, they're not grafted in, we're grafted in, so, um, I just couldn't do that, didn't seem right, uh, and then the, the Jews, you know, it's like, oh, what do I do, I don't really want to do the, the Seder, because I'm not, I don't even know how to do it, you know, So it ends up about 20 people wanting to come. So we had um, believers, uh, non-believers, we had Jewish believers, and non-believing Jews. So I had non-believing Jews, I had the woman from Israel, and some other Jews that wanted to come. And I had believing Jews, and I had believers, and I had some non-believers. So, wow, (laughs) I just said, I'm going to have a Passover in the Lord. Honor me with Jews, believers, and non believing Jews, and believers and non believers. He just honored my feast. And so I humbly went forth. I just didn't listen to anyone. Um, I just had, you know, a really nice dinner. We read the book of Exodus about the Passover. We had so cups of wine. You know, we had. I made some of the traditional Seder um, stuff, like the brick and mortar. I mean, that was super fun. And then we read the Last Supper. Um, and then we sang. We sang psalms. Uh, we sang songs of deliverance. And I really felt the Lord was there. And it was just the coolest thing ever. I'm like, afterward, the women from Israel, she came up to me. And she said, that was the best Passover I've ever been to. And she said, I want to know your God. And I said, no, he's your God. I know your God. It's just you have to know his son, you know, your Messiah. Like, you just need to know your Messiah, the one who he sent, who they think a lot of Jews are thinking he's still coming, and he is coming, the second coming. But it was so cool. Like, I was I was being humble because the Lord was humble in the Last Supper. He wash the disciples feet like he didn't be like i'm the passover lamb you know i'm the passover lamb he he inside was like i'm gonna wash your feet and wash the disciples feet and he served them he served them to the end and i think my heart that night was to serve to serve them and to serve especially the women who came from israel i i really just felt like that was god just like Um, honoring my Passover, but it was his Passover, he was honoring his feast, and um, so anyway, after, you know, she's like, I want to know your God, and I'm like, you already, you know, he's your God, Um, I am just understanding your God better, and then you just need to receive the one he sent, so that was cool. And I went on to celebrate uh, the Feast of Purim. I celebrate all the feasts. I have some cool videos there of some of my experiences. But this is kind of a long video. I hope somebody people hung on with me. Um, maybe I'll shorten a couple of them. But uh, right now, it's really important to have your eyes on Israel. Understand that our God uh, sent was sent a He chose the nation of Israel, and he chose that for a reason. And his son, Jesus, grew up in a Jewish culture. He came as a Jew. Um, It's really, really important to understand this so that we cannot be deceived by the Antichrist. Like some people are like, it's so stupid these days, like Trump is the Antichrist. Okay, no. He's not the Antichrist because he loves Jews and he loves Jerusalem and he set up Jerusalem as their rightful capital, which is supposed to happen Um, and all the presidents were supposed to do it and they didn't do it. So first of all, give your life to Jesus because the times are hard and they're not going to get easier. We want to really put the blood over our hearts and really, really press into him because he is the Passover lamb. He is the Lamb of God who took the sins of the world and he took your sins on his back. And he took your sins when he died on the cross. And I just want to encourage, uh, last night it was coming to me so strongly to comfort my people. The Lord was like, comfort my people, comfort my people. And he knows who his people are. He's the good shepherd. And those of us who are soft-hearted towards the Lord, we can't imagine the evil that really is out there, but there really are evil people. Um it really is like the days of Noah, like he will really destroy evil people. He doesn't he gives them every chance, but there will be people who really don't ever repent. So, I just want to encourage you to repent from your sins. I'm repenting from my sins. Um Asking Jesus to cleanse us with His blood, and um, by His stripes you are healed. By His stripes you are healed. And I just feel led of the Lord. Um, He's just calling out His people. He's just calling you out. He's He loves you. He's been there for you. You've been lied to by the world. Um, you've been lied to by... Uh, the matrix and the system, the world system, which is modern to Egypt, um, which is what we're going to be led out of. As he's giving, um, going through the plagues and the natural disasters, he's actively moving his people out of bondage. So I just encourage you to give your life to him. To um, Just ask Jesus into your heart right now. If you want to ask Jesus into your heart, just say, Jesus, um, please come into my heart and forgive me of my sins and wash me of my sins with your blood and make me a new person. And please, please remember me and take me with you into your kingdom. And I'm just... um, I really feel glad that there's people out there right now that are wanting to come into you, Lord, and come into yourself. And I'm just praying for those right now. And you can just be washed. You can just be washed. You can be free. You can be washed. Um, When I came uh, to know the Lord, I just had like this uh, supernatural experience, and this um, breath of God just came and just, Suck these demonic creatures off of my body. So I'm just um, asking in Jesus' name that every deceptive lie that's ever been over you would be broken, and you be free in Jesus' name. That by His blood you be freed, and that His power and His resurrection you would be freed in Jesus' name. That He is the Good Shepherd. He is with you right now. He's coming into your dark place he's coming into your 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 suffering he's coming into your confusion he's coming in to dispel the darkness and nightmares and um confusion and all of that is not of him and fear is not of him and anger and uh deception he wants to free you in jesus name in the blood of jesus be freed in the blood of jesus by the blood and the power of his holy name he's the good shepherd and he is striking everything that ever hurt you right now and by the blood in jesus you're precious you are called by him to be saved by him he is the blood of the lamb So I was going to talk about Passover, but instead I was talking about coming to know him. And I really just feel his heart. Just I really feel his heart just going out to people to come to him. Just come to him, all you are heavy laden, and he will give you rest for your souls. He will give you rest for your souls. Use this time when you're in your home to... Seek him to read the word and read about him and listen to about him. Listen to him himself. Just get alone with him and really start to listen to him. So if you have received him and received the Lord, um, I just encourage you to walk with him. Um, You can email me for prayer. And if anyone wants one of my books, I'm happy to send them out. By request or for donations. Um, So, my next little talk will be about Passover.